1: Okay. Button. Okay, good. <laughs> you press the button. Eh? Here we go. Okay. And he's forcing me to do stuff. Well, I mean, it's really easy. I how wasn't quite ready. This is our fourth podcast. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And all you had to do was press the button. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're not professionals. It's ah. so a reminder. Hey, we're professional listening. counselors doing yes. unprofessional. Podcast because we're not professional podcasters, right? Whatever you just said,
0: I'm gonna go with it.
1: Oh my goodness! Okay. <laughs> oh, we're always trying to figure out the podcast thing and if we're doing yeah. it right. And you know, I think people could get on podcasts on Podbean and click on any other podcast out there. And people are so professional at this, right? But hey, we're real and we keep it real, that's right. Yeah, uncomplicated.
0: Absolutely. I think on episode seven, because seven is completion, we'll get it right.
1: Oh. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> that all we have to do is just come in here from on four. So fade the and, music. Right. Make it all work.
0: Exactly. Okay. All right. So we had a a little back and forth last night, eventful
1: we did into the
0: word to where I know. Didn't we
1: like stop at about, I don't know, 11-ish? Yeah. Girl, I was tired. Yeah, but it was some
0: good stuff. You know how you... It's some deep stuff, so we're going to have a deep conversation here. But it's exciting because there were revelations for us in it. Like like things were like being put in place that made sense. Right. Um, Because again, a reminder is that... I always tell people and I remind myself that if there's a scripture that um, contradicts another scripture, then I interpreted that wrong. Right. So I have to go back and you know reread that scripture because everything in this word works together. It does
1: and that's why I like our Bible and I'm sure a lot of people have this in their Bible is that center column that that tells people when you're reading a scripture, what other scriptures go along with it right. that's where we that's where we get excited yeah super excited
0: because it's like go here go there go you know and it's mm-hmm. taking you what's interesting is taking you to old testament and the new testament right and it. so you know even
1: the old testament is so relevant today and it just it it's amazing to me number one that um you know, the Bible is is the number one bestseller, okay? But it's amazing to me that people who put the Bible together have put all these pages together, you know, but then what God has done with the scriptures and how it's all intertwined, Mm -hmm. you know, going to Old Testament, New Testament, you pick out a scripture in New Testament, and then you like find yourself. Yeah, all over the whole thing, like we were last night. Right. Um, we probably could have gone until on like on. two in the morning. <laughs> yeah,
0: I really didn't sleep well because I kept. Thinking, I didn't either. I kept thinking about it, um, but it, it's it's so enriching, and this is this is what's great too is that that, that doesn't ever have to stop. Like, you don't ever get to a place where, oh, I'm mature, I'm, I know it all, and
1: um, I'm done, and I've been taught everything I can be taught. I, know this, so I know this book from the front cover to the back cover. I just don't, I mean, I don't know of anyone who can say they've arrived with this book.
0: Yeah, and if a pastor or someone ever says that, you need to run. Quickly. Because this is the living, living word. Right. It's it's a living, meaning there's something new in it. All the time. Every single time. Mm -hmm. So it kind of started because uh, we are preparing for our very first retreat. Yes. uh, With our women's Bible study that we are super excited about. And uh, I have the privilege to talk about discipleship. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a little bit of studying about that, and and I also got to the part where it was, um, talking about the meat and or the the milk milk. and and the meat or the solid food, right? And um, how we need to continue as disciples, which are followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. It's another word Mm -hmm. of followers of Christ. Which let me just throw that question out there for people: is
1: who are you following? Right. Who are you following? Are yes, you following a pastor? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we say um, that we do follow pastors. We we listen to them. We you know because we like their messages, and and you know um, that we happen to love Pastor Jack Hibbs out of uh, Chino Hills, California. Um, but he's a man. Mm-hmm. Is great of a of a expository teacher as he is we we love that about him but he's still a man mm-hmm. and we shouldn't be putting him on a pedestal right by Absolutely. any means
0: and it may not for people be a person it could be something that they're following yeah um, you know following um, money following fame following sports glory the sports yeah Um you know following even nowadays kids are have all these games that they're constantly doing and spending oh, hours goodness. and hours on. they're following yeah, that video who's, games who's the best and that and that so um so in the retreat we're we're teaching our ladies um what a true disciple is what that means and what does it mean to follow christ it, it doesn't mean just uh believing in him right you know going to church on sunday right it's actually following so if you're following someone you're you're wanting to learn what they do you're watching them you're mimicking them it goes
1: back to knowing who jesus is
0: you just just want to know Mm -hmm. who he is and know him well
1: and um as 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 christ is so important in our lives um, we need to grow with Him. Yeah. And I think that's where where we, we started was in Hebrews 5, mm-hmm. um, verse 12. And in our Bibles, the title is Spiritual Immaturity. You know, because we want to make sure that we are growing, that um, we're not baby Christians for 20 years. Absolutely.
0: Because we are... Giving rewards and judged by our works, um, and the fruit from I'm sorry, from the fruit that we yield.
1: Right from, from what our, we do. Right. Yes. And and it's not it's not the works that yes, that is going to get get us into heaven. Right. Um, it's the Holy Spirit in us, um, and us growing with the Lord we're going to just want to innately do more for the lord because we love him so much correct that produces the fruit in the in the works Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so maybe we should just read this these few verses in Mm -hmm. hebrews which is five hebrews 5 12 through 14 it says for though by this time you ought to be teachers of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Right. And man, nowadays, don't you think we need that discernment more than ever of what's good and what's evil?
1: Absolutely. I mean, because, you know, the enemy is the enemy is going to slide things in front of us. Mm -hmm. And in the natural, we're going to we're going to think, okay, well, that kind of aligns up with what we know. But we've gotta we've gotta measure and test everything against the word of God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, to figure out if that is truth. Which is
0: exactly what Jesus did when he was walking on the Earth. He always consulted with the Father
1: mm-hmm. on every move he made. Right, and and look when when uh, when the enemy uh, took him to the edge and and showed him, you know. The whole expanse and said, "You could have this um, if you if if you follow me." Meaning worship him. He wanted. He wanted Satan to bow down and worship. Right. Worship Satan. Right, but Jesus said, "Yeah, no way, be. man. We gotta, we gotta test the scriptures. It's mm-hmm. not what and, the scripture you know, says." He's
0: kind of subtle, you know. That was, you know. Um,
1: That was smooth, actually.
0: Yeah, because he was fasting. You know, Jesus was in a 40-day fast and was Can you imagine how hungry and mm -hmm. maybe, you know, just... Right, when he was tempting him with the food. And, yeah, it's just...
1: But, you know, Christ or uh, Satan is so... um, He's so sly. He's sly, and then just bringing this back um, to the milk versus solid food. If you're still on the milk of the word, mm-hmm. like you just know kind of the basics of it, mm-hmm. but you're you've been a Christian for 20 years. That's that's no good.
0: Yeah, and talking about the basics. If you if we keep going in chapter six, it talks about six elementary basics right foundational doctrines of yes, faith mm-hmm. which are it says therefore leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ let us go on to perfection so the lord wants us to keep moving forward he wants
1: us to grow yes. not stay on the milk and let's just wait a minute i think we need to we need to just say that you know the milk is the um, is just the basics but yeah. the solid food that's that's going deeper Mm-hmm. And you're in in learning what what the Bible is trying to teach, what the Lord is trying to teach us. Right. So we've got to get off of the milk. hmm Like babies take in just milk. We gotta we gotta graduate to the solid food. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the
0: elementary principles of Christ, they are not it says here, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. That's one. And of faith toward God. That's two. Of the doctrine of baptisms. That's three. Of laying on hand of hands. Four. Of resurrection of the dead. Five. And of eternal judgment. Right. That's six. Is six there? foundational doctrines of yeah. faith. That, that, kind of like the gospel, what he, what, what you, the simple gospel that you teach, you need to have repentance and faith and baptism and, you know, laying on hands. And then it gets into believing that uh, Christ was raised from the dead and Mm -hmm. that there is eternal judgment. There is. That we have a choice. For believers and non believers, Mm -hmm. two different kinds. Right. God doesn't send us to hell, we choose hell or heaven. Oh, my We goodness. have free will. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll get in a little yeah, more Yeah, we will. We? And it's all about choice. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where things got really
1: interesting. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It did. I'm um, <laughs> starting so, in verse 4, yes. chapter uh, Hebrews 6. 4 um, through ver- 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to read four. that? Yeah, sure. It says, verse 4, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened. And let me just explain that. Enlightened. That means those who have experienced the saving grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, Mm. and have tasted the heavenly gift, and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. Verse 6 says, If they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. So you have to go back to the first
0: words in 4, because this is a very long sentence. It is. It's very. It, this is all one sentence, because it says, For it is impossible, go to 6, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance. Right. So then... That made me think... Is this related to, like, an impartable sin? Right.
1: Um, Which took us—do we want to— Well, no. Let's just read this, because in in our study notes for verse 4 through 6, it says, The language of verse 4 and 5 clearly describes those who have experienced the saving grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And the language of verse 6 denotes a complete disowning of Christ. It's a deliberate and decisive abandonment of the Christian faith. That right there says it's a choice someone has made. Yeah. Um, It goes on to say, The people described are not backsliders, but apostates. Hmm. They have not merely fallen into sin, but have denounced Christ. Again, it's a choice that they, what they have done. Um, And it says they have become as those who crucified Jesus. Wow, that's... There's a lot to that, you know. And that's, that's exactly
0: what, for those listening that don't know exactly what apostate, means Mm -hmm. it's exactly exactly kind of what you you were reading a person who renounces a religious or political belief or principle Mm -hmm. so and you hear about that happening today you know pastors that denounce their christian faith or um, worship
1: leaders how many worship leaders mm -hmm. have just said yeah no more for me and then you start to wonder well how can if they are filled with the holy
0: spirit and they've been saved mm-hmm. and they're born again so they're filled with the holy spirit and they're walking one way how can they, just how can walk they away? do that but here's the thing mm-hmm. even though you are filled with the holy spirit your free will does not go away yeah you still have a choice you still have a choice how in many all of times it? early in your faith you know the holy spirit is there but Galatians 3, 2 through 5 says that God supplies the spirit by obedience of faith. Right. So as you grow in your journey and you're being obedient to the Lord
1: mm-hmm.
0: and your faith is growing, mm-hmm. then you're even filled more and more with the Holy Spirit to be able to hear.
1: And, I mean, it's the discernment. Mm-hmm. It's the getting on the solid food. Right. It's getting on the solid food. And, and it's dying not- to self. Right. Right. That's a big thing about but a But you follower. still you still have a cho- you still have that choice to say, yes, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to run the race. You know, versus what has happened in these pastors and uh, worship leaders' lives, where they've grown up in the faith, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden now, okay, I don't want anything to do with it now. Uh, that yeah. blows me away. Mm-hmm. It really does well, because is, it is a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I I guarantee they 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 are not probably doing the principles of what we should be doing every day is being in the Word and praying and surrendering to God every single day. And, well, it makes and me wonder. It
1: makes me wonder if they even truly understand the foundational doctrines of faith that we went through, those six mm-hmm. things. But what was so just an eye-opener to me is that
0: it was it's saying here in these verses, these are people that have enlightened, who were once enlightened, have tasted the heavenly gift and become partakers of the Holy Spirit, which partakers are like companions of the Holy Spirit, tasted the good word of God, which is the entire word. Mm-hmm. So this is saying, you know, you think about people's salvation in if it's an impartable sin, okay? So then we we flipped over to, let's go read Mark, Mark yeah, 3, 28
1: and, and 29. 29. And um, our Bibles call this uh, paragraph here, the unpardonable sin, um, And this is the one thing, here's my note, the one thing you can't be forgiven for. Right. Right, okay, and it says, verse 28, Assuredly, I say to you, all sins will be forgiven, the sons of men, and whatever blasphemies they may utter. But he who blasphemies, blasphemies, the me's girl, I get that that mm-hmm. word wrong all the time. Um, against the Holy Spirit, never, never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemn, uh, condemnation, because they said he has an unclean spirit. That's verse thirty. Woo! Mm-hmm. And then the the notes, the notes. Mm-hmm. um in this the unpardonable sin is not so much an act as a state of sin a settled attitude that regards good as evil and evil as good should i keep going or should we just talk about that well i
0: mean what make what i think of is so you know, if you ask somebody, "Hey, have you blasphemed me the Holy Spirit?" and let's make a note, the Holy Spirit also means the Father and the Son, because they are one.
1: That's right. Okay. So yeah.
0: And there was a cross first. There uh, was scripture that said blaspheming um, the Holy Spirit, and then it also said blaspheming uh, the Lord our God. I believe is how it was written. Yeah.
1: You know what? It was late. We mm-hmm. didn't write that yeah. one down.
0: Yeah. But, but we all know. You know, Father, Son, and Holy oh, Spirit. Oh, I think that one was want.
1: in Levit- in Leviticus. Could have been, yeah. So,
0: you know, if you ask somebody, "Hey, have you blasphemed me in the Holy Spirit?" You think, "Well, no, I haven't spoken against the Holy Spirit." I think people's minds go to blasphemying, like
1: speak badly speak, of.
0: Yeah, I didn't speak. I haven't. I don't speak badly of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. But see,
1: it says but, a. It's a settled attitude. Uh huh. A settled attitude. So that, again, to me says choice. That regards good. Something good is evil. And evil and is good. evil is good. That's a choice. Uh-huh. It goes back to a choice. So the whole thing about that is, I mean, do we talk about this now? That, okay, if that is a choice, God doesn't send people to hell. So that means...
0: Your salvation is your choice. It is your choice. It, Like we said, it's a free gift, mm-hmm. but can't you give a gift back? Yeah, can't you, you
1: refuse if, a gift? If you don't want it, if you don't want the gift, you could say, you know, if you gave, if you gave me a gift and I said, oh, nay, thanks, but you know what, I already have one of these, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give it back to you. Yeah, right. a gift can be given back. Because remember...
0: Your free will is not taken away Mm -hmm. when you receive salvation or the Holy Spirit. You
1: always have that. Mm -hmm. That's something God, again, gave us. He gave us choice. So we're going to boldly
0: say, can you lose your salvation?
1: Yeah, now that is a big Mm. question. And we have wrestled over this because we know that there are uh, denominations out there that believe that you can't. But for Naomi and myself, we've looked at these scriptures and um, we do not believe that the Lord takes our salvation away. absolutely not. It's all
0: all up to us. And you know, I think about my own experience. Let me just share for a second, because this is a very scary thought. Let me not get emotional, but when you think about it, I was headed for hell. I think we all were. I yeah. was but I was that one. I was that one that denounced Christ. So, I I I was that person because um my mother passed and I slowly was uh I was angry at God for not saving her. Mm. And so I lived my life um probably a good 10-12 years, just disowning. I disowned him. You can call it denounced, disowned, yeah, right, abandoned, right. turned my back on. All those words is an attitude, right? Mm-hmm. It's a settled attitude, right? It is an attitude that he no longer existed in mm-hmm. my world, mm-hmm. and I wasn't. But what's amazing, this is what people need to hear, is that God is still constantly there because He used. People um, that they're not even in my life now, but to make me be aware that I didn't have a peace in my life, and it was because I was turning my back on the Lord. Right. And so uh, one day I felt the wall crumble, and it's it makes me think of what you shared with me last night. Yeah. this I created this brick wall. Yeah, oh,
1: can I read that a little? Yeah okay so this this i found on uh, bible info um it says let's see you begin building a theoretical brick wall to block your conviction each brick in the wall represents a singular time you reject the conviction of the holy spirit as you continue to reject the holy spirit the voice you hear gets softer and softer you become more and more confident in your current pathway of life. Eventually, as you lay more and more bricks down, you cannot hear the Holy Spirit anymore, thus effectively cutting off your way of repentance Mm. and therefore salvation. You choose that. Right, which these scriptures we just
0: read, Back that up. Right. Because what we read in Hebrews, that it's impossible to um, renew them to repentance. The unpartible sin mm-hmm. is an attitude and a choice. Right. And so, you know, it, it it's scary to think that if people think they can go on just living off of the milk. They can't. You're making yourself more open to fall away yeah
1: i mean it it's a choice that you're making if you want to stay on the milk um it's more easily for the enemy to come in and sway you i'm not saying that he won't sway you or try to tempt you um if you are a strong believer strong in the word you're you're on the on the food Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that but it's it's um kind of given the enemy more of an entry in i believe yeah there was something else that um i i saw on bible info it says uh it's talking about uh like we just said is there a sin that cannot be forgiven and it says yes blasphemy against the holy spirit is any sin that a person clings to by continually resisting the convicting power of the holy spirit keep in mind that there is not one specific sin that is unforgivable such as lying stealing or murder and this is the part that got me it says but rather a perpetual hardening of the heart and willfully sinning against God and man. Wow. You got to change your because, ways. Because, you know,
0: then it makes sense about what we're reading in Revelation, how, you know, I always wondered, like, why does it say, I'll come and remove your lampstand? That that makes it sound like you, you know, that doesn't sound good, or I, or I will blot out your name in the book of life. I was like, well, if you can't lose your salvation, how is he blotting, blotting out, out your name? name? It's because you chose to
1: yes. you chose. That was to a huge re- revelation was. for us because mm-hmm. we had to get to the point of it isn't the Lord that's taking our salvation away or blotting our name out of the out of the book of life. He's not just doing that because right you know you didn't do some good work or you weren't the Christian that he thought you should be. No, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. We have a choice. Yes. Didn't we want to go to Hebrews 10, 28 and 29? See. Um it says in Hebrews 10 28 and 29 Anyone who has rejected Moses' law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled, trampled, wow, the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified, a common thing and insulted the spirit of grace. Which is you're doing that when you blasphemy, when you mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, like it was saying, when you allow your heart to be hardened mm-hmm. and you're willfully sinning against God,
1: because then you're crucifying Christ all over again. Right. Over and over. Did we read this note on this? Yeah, go ahead. And read um that. it says um the our uh, footnote on hebrews hebrews 10 28 29 there are degrees of punishment the one who rejected moses's law suffered the judgment prescribed in deuteronomy 17 2 and 6. an apostate from christianity will suffer an even worse punishment for he has treated the son of god with scorn regarded his blood as common and unclean, and insulted the Holy Spirit. To insult the Spirit of grace implies a rejection, which that also implies a choice, Mm -hmm. of the work of the Spirit once one has experienced it. Mm. So, you
0: know, it makes me think of people that have received the Holy Spirit, you know, maybe even Christ came into their life and did a miracle, like took mm-hmm. away an addiction mm-hmm. or took away something um, that you'd struggle with. Right. And you know you're on fire for a little bit, you know, because right. you're so appreciative and um, you're you're thankful because you felt. Fi- I mean, feeling the Holy Spirit, feeling you have Christ, that freedom, that now. presence, is. Um, Undescribable, mm-hmm. but then life goes on, right? It and does all around you. It you. Doesn't stop. You start having some trials because because Satan doesn't like it, right? That, you know, uh, God created a miracle, and you're now paying attention, yeah, to Christ, and uh-huh. you want to learn more, right? So you're getting in the Word. You're listening to some sermons. You're you're praying, um, and then some trials come your way, and then you kind and, of back off. Yes, and then you you kind of become. Like a backslider right um but then what happens is that sin starts to creep into yeah. your world mm-hmm. and then you
1: before you know it
0: perpetually are sinning and causing blasphemy yeah against the holy spirit right right that is a dangerous road it's an attitude so we are there. God, and then it make me make me think about how God warns us. These are warnings. Uh-huh. These are He's telling us the consequences because didn't He not tell Adam and Eve in the beginning, if you eat from this tree, you will surely die. And it's a boundary. Yes, God does not keep us in the dark. Right. He tells us what's what the gonna, consequences what's are going to happen. And this book tells you what the consequences are going to be. Right. So. We all need to wake up, and why does he preach repentance, repentance, repentance? There's a good reason for that. Because
1: he doesn't want to see any of us choose hell. hell. Yeah. Well, listen, Naomi, we, um, we've we gone 32 minutes, and we could probably go another 32. Mm-hmm. Um, so we better...
0: You know, I just, I just, yeah. We kind of need to wrap it up, but I challenge people to get into these scriptures. Yes. For yourself, right? And ask the Holy Spirit. Say, you know, I want to know my Father well. Right. I want to know who He is, and look at them for yourself. Absolutely. Go to all of these cross verses. There's a ton of more. Like you oh, said, we could. We could have gone for hours. But I just challenge you to reflect, like we do daily. Reflect yes. on our own life. What do we need to repent of, and how? What changes do we need to make?
1: Yeah, in that as we read the scriptures, and what do we need to be more aware of? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought this this was really good. These scriptures. Let me just say them one more time. We went over Hebrews five twelve through fourteen, Hebrews six one through six. We talked about uh, Mark three twenty eight. And 29 and then we kind of circle back over to Hebrews ten, twenty eight and 29. Yes go to the word. Right? Yeah go to the word um, because that's where truth is. Absolutely. Hopefully we have talked about this in an un uh, uncomplicated way I hope. Um, it was a great revelation for us. Absolutely. Enjoyed this one. We did. Have a good weekend Naomi. You too. Okay.
0: Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.